What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Home and Body Improvement Show. We got another episode coming at you. If you haven't yet, go to coachboss.com and sign up for that damn newsletter that nobody has signed up for. And then also, uh, just get ready for another great show. I'm in a great mood, which usually means the opposite. But we're going to be talking about vacuum cleaners and also alternate forms of exercise. Stay tuned. everybody it's another home and body improvement show episode this is your boy coach Potts. why because you need me that's why i'm your boy uh episode 51 i thought 50 would be more ceremonial you know but then again when i started this thing i thought when i reached 50 i'd be already in the podcast hall of fame that hadn't happened yet i haven't even got i you know what since i started this podcast i've been the guest on one other podcast and it's because i had to practically beg the guy to put me on there so hari Jim, if you're listening to this episode, which I doubt, thank you for having me on your podcast. I think it was the uh, things you should know or things we should know. I don't. I forget the name of it. You know what? I'm not. I'm not a very good. Um, you know, don't 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 blame their show. Their show was good. I just don't uh, exactly remember what it is. Uh, I just don't remember the name of their show. I hope their podcast is going strong. Although, let's be honest, man, I kind of crank these out. So when you see 50, you think, oh man, that guy's got a lot of podcasts. He must be really good at what he does. Oh, contraire, my friend. I'm just good at cranking these out. So almost every week. I'm not going to do one next week. I've already decided I'm not doing one next week. Why? Because I am going to the Grand Canyon. Why? Because I need to get out of the city. Why? Because I booked this trip five months ago. And had I remembered, had I thought about it, I probably wouldn't have booked it at all. Uh, you ever have? It's like a buyer's remorse kind of thing, you know? Like I'm getting ready to go on this trip and I'm not particularly looking forward to it. But not for the sake that like, the trip isn't going to be fun or whatever. Well, let's be honest. It's not going to be fun. It's a hiking trip through the Grand Canyon, the Hermit Trail, if you will. And uh, I'm going to talk about that for, our, you know, I, I said alternate forms of exercise. That's going to be the, definitely the body improvement part of the show. Let's go ahead and hammer out the home improvement part of the show. I am, I'm like, I'm in the market for a vacuum cleaner. And boy, it can be a daunting task. There's actually a... YouTube channel called Vacuum Wars, and this guy does every single test you could possibly think of in terms of a vacuum. So he'll take like those uh, robot ones, a little like Roombas and stuff, and he'll like get kind of like a, a sky cam, an overhead cam, and he will actually trace all the areas that it like hits, and so you can see the ones that it misses. Uh, he'll time it. He'll actually weigh, you know, how much content it picks up, and he'll compare other vacuum cleaners to each other. It's like a really, it's like a, almost like a scientific channel for vacuum cleaner. So if you ever have any questions about a vacuum cleaner, I recommend Vacuum Wars on YouTube. It's even if you don't like vacuums, it weirdly it is like kind of it's like a it's like a satisfying type channel to watch. Like he literally goes so far into details. I don't know who this dude is, but he seems very passionate about vacuums and anybody regardless of what it is they're passionate about, it's it's just kind of fun to watch, you know? So uh, I did buy a well, I, I don't know if it would call it a wet dry vac, if you will. It's a, uh, um, a, a vacuum mop, I think. Um, I went cheaper, you know, because you can spend a lot of money on this stuff. Uh, the, the Bissell brand was about like 200 bucks. I spent, I think, 160. And, uh, 
Tyranno, Tyranny, Tyranny, starts with a T, has an I in there somewhere, maybe an R. Uh, I couldn't tell you the brand off the top of my head, but I got it from Amazon. I, like everyone else, like I read the reviews, and I forgot to consult uh, Vacuum Wars before I did that. Here's the thing about Vacuum Wars. There are so many, like, good videos that you should kind of narrow it down to, like, maybe two or three vacuums or vacuum mops in my case or Roombas or whatever it is. And uh, let Vacuum War Guy help you out, you know, and then decide what's in your budget and just go with that. But I was like, eh, I'm not spending over 200 bucks. Um, I did not realize that this piece of the technology actually even existed. Because here's the problem, folks. I have to sweep and mop. I should do it daily. I probably do it weekly. Eh, I've been doing it less than that. Because I, I being a guy, uh, instead of actually vacuuming or sweeping, I just have an air blower, right? And so I blow all the stuff from my gym onto the street because it's a garage and it's at street level and I could do that kind of thing. And it seems like kind of a waste to, um, you know, waste of manpower for me just to sweep, you know, because my time can be better spent doing other things like uh, push-ups, you know, or making podcasts, which I do sometimes once a week. Uh, you know, just important things and stuff. So I'm not sweeping. I, I just don't feel like doing it. But I will blow uh, with the blower all day long because that's kind of fun i mean it really is so i got my air blower blow it out try to blow it out through the uh you know the garage so that's my quote-unquote sweeping right but you still got a mop i mean you know people sweat on these floors uh it's just not a good look you know but i mean the air blower is only gonna do so much and i'll be honest i probably should sweep at some point just because um the air blower will get everywhere unfortunately it kind of blows it up and then although you think you're blowing it out when the dust kind of settles there's still stuff on the floor occasionally you gotta do two, three, four times. It doesn't matter how many times you do it. There's always like some dust somewhere. So I uh, use the air blower, but then I got a mop, right? And so what I've been doing is getting a bucket and, you know, a mop and what you might call it, the, the solution. And sometimes, you know, if you find out you don't need as much soap as you need, but essentially with one bucket of water, you're pretty much just pushing around dirty stuff, you know? Like it's nice to get it wet. It's nice to move that mop around. Uh, it smells great afterward, but like that water is, is putrid you know i wouldn't uh why do i keep putting a clean quote-unquote clean mop into a dirty bucket and then smearing it on the floor so that to me was just completely counterintuitive so then you're like well maybe i should get two buckets and then i'm like well why don't you just get three buckets maybe four why don't you know what just go and then all of a sudden it just seemed like a big old pain uh i'm not getting two buckets all right and i'm not making more than one trip i just don't feel like doing that so what's the solution well you get a vacuum mop i didn't know these things existed and so the thing is, it will sweep and it will also mop. It's got like a brush. So, you know, it sucks up all the stuff and then you essentially hold the trigger and that kicks out the water while the brush is rolling. Um, what you can do is like, you know, sweep going forward and then mop going back. You know, sweep vacuum is what I mean, going forward. Or, you know, you can do vice versa. You can do whatever you want. What I found is like I'm doing four by six rubber mats. So I will vacuum the whole square and then I will squeeze the trigger and then I will mop the whole square. And it knocks it out all in one. Uh, the tank size is pretty decent. Uh, does it do a perfect job? Nope. But I don't know anything that does. So life isn't about being perfect, folks. It's about being as close to that as you could possibly get. Don't strive for perfection. Strive for progress. That's what I always say. I always have. So listen to Coach Potts and sign up for my newsletter. So I got this vacuum bomb. Uh, and get this. It is uh, cordless. So it, it just charges up. Takes a couple hours to charge up. I charge it up. I put it away. Uh, I use it when I need it. A uh, little bit of solution, only cap full, you know, that's not much. 
So I would, I'm guessing I get about 30, 40, whatever. If it lasts me a couple months, I'm happy with that. And with Amazon these days, I mean, do you really have no excuse for like, I mean, what could be possibly be your excuse for not buying something? All you got to do is click a couple buttons and it shows up at your front door. So uh, vacuum mop from Tinero or something like that. If you need a vacuum in general, I would go to Vacuum Wars on YouTube. Uh, that guy does a phenomenal job. I'm thinking about getting a Roomba, but I can't justify spending like four or five hundred bucks. But everyone says they're amazing. But I don't know. I just it just seems like a lot of money for a vacuum. I mean, all you're doing is sucking dirt, right? I mean, I guess, well, why don't you just, you know, handheld, you know, use your regular vacuum. I don't know. That, 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 that takes time. And some of us have Netflix shows to watch, like The Last Dance for the second time around, you know, which is a 10-hour documentary. And I, I need all the time I can get to squeeze those 10 hours in. I can't be sitting here vacuuming all the time. I will get a Roomba at some point in my life. I promise you that. But I also want to get LASIK and Invisalign. And I think my cars need new tires. So, you know, priorities. Got to take my dog to the vet. Um... But vacuum wars, check it out. I, why are vacuums so expensive? I guess vacuums are expensive because in theory it's like a one-time purchase, right? You know, maybe it last, if it lasts five, six, seven years, you know, 100, 200 bucks doesn't seem too bad. But when you're getting to like the three, $400 range for a vacuum, I mean, we're talking for a vacuum, right? That's a, that's a lot. I don't know. It just seems like it shouldn't be that much. But uh, everything in this world is expensive, which is why you got to get a second job. Uh, anywho, let's move on to alternate forms of exercises. I am going hiking. Now, I have not done anything distance-oriented like this since my days in the quote-unquote army. Uh, you know, we used to do our ruck marches then. It was never fun, ever, you know. Um, in fact, this is a little bit, a tidbit about me. There was certain times when I was on these long ruck marches. Well, let's back it up a little bit. What is a ruck march? A ruck is essentially like a backpack that's not like something you would you know, used to go to school. Uh, it's bigger. It's got more pockets. It's puffier, essentially. And um, it kind of covers more surface area on your back. And a lot of times you'll see a bedroll at top. You know, it's that little, that, that thing that's rolled up at the very uh, top is just a bedroll, which you just slap down on the ground so you don't have to sleep on the rocks. Um, you know, rucksacks typically weigh, I would, man, at, at lightest, 25 pounds, you know, and that's like a I think that would be considered a really, really light rucksack. But you're looking anywhere between a 30 to 40 pound range. I think anything up to over 40 is like, you know, you sleeping out in the wilderness for umpteen days in a row and you don't, you're not going to see civilization ever. Um, that's probably your, you know, 40, 50 pound sack, which in theory is going to get lighter as you go along. But um, nonetheless, uh, the rucksacks, the, the one I trained with, my buddy, he's a go rucker. And he literally just did a 50-mile march. Uh, I think they had 24 hours to get it done. They, maybe it was, 20, it was 20 hours to get it done. They started at 9 at night. He finished like right at like 3, 30, 4 o'clock with like an hour to spare. Uh, and could you imagine just going 50 hours? I mean, it literally, it's one of those things that you're not just going to show up that day and do it. Just like a marathon, you know, unless you've done marathons before, you're not going to show up one day and run a marathon. Like you're going to reach what they refer to as the wall and it's going to suck. And once it gets there, it doesn't get any better. So that's the thing about the wall. It's not like, you know, you get to the, you know, the wall and you're like, oh, OK, well, I could push past this. No, the wall means you are done. It is nothing but pain from there on out. And you need to just tie a knot and hang on. Everyone hits the wall usually at like that 18 mile mark during a marathon. For me, the rucksack in thus far, I, I get about an hour, hour 15 in and uh, I start questioning my life. First hour, usually not an issue. Second hour, I hate everything. Um, when we did rucksacks, ruck marches in the army, it was 50 minutes on, 10 minutes off, which is, I, to me, 
uh, honestly, how you probably should do it, especially if you're going long distances. You know, don't be a hero. Don't try to go for three hours in a row and then expect, you know, to take like a 20, 30 minute break and feel fine again. Like after you hit that point of no return, uh, it stinks. So what you want to do is take those intermittent breaks, whether you need them or not, uh, because that's what's going to provide the longevity uh, mentally and physically. But we did ruck marches in the Army. And like I said, this is this is like a little bit about me that I, I never really shared. There was times like here's the thing about anything in life. If something is difficult and you complete it, you can say whatever you want about it. So if you run a marathon and along the way you threw up 17 times and lost four toenails and it feels like your, your foot was going to fall off because a blister literally encompasses half your foot. None of that matters. If somebody goes, hey, man, how was it? You could say, yeah, piece of cake. Like that's the thing about completing tasks. You see it all the time in college, too. You know, people take tests. And it's just annoying because you never know if they're telling the truth or not. But, hey, how was the test? Ah, it's pretty easy. You know, how, how long did you study? Eh, maybe for like an hour or so. You know, and the truth is they may have studied way longer than that. They probably did. They're just trying to make it seem like they're a hero. Ignore those people. Those people suck. But so with ruck marches and stuff, I don't remember any of it being like fun. The only time it was better than it was, um, <laughs> what I should say, the only time it sucked a little less is when I was actually a cadre. Uh, in this case, I was a, I think, junior. Yeah, it must have been going into my junior year. I was a squad leader for the sophomores. So your first summer at West Point is called Beast. That's boot camp. I had no interest in yelling at cadets about, you know, tying their shoes the right way and shining shoes and doing all this other stupid stuff. I'd want to do the field training. I wanted to be a cadre for that. And I wanted to do Beast because uh, Be or, uh, Buckner was called Buckner. Uh, Buckner 1 because it was three weeks long as opposed to the five weeks for Buckner 2. And five weeks, you also had to do infantry week, uh, which stinks. But uh, three weeks of Buckner was probably the best detail you could get. And I got it. And I was a squad leader. And we had to do uh, several ruck marches. And just being in charge of people and having done it the summer before, uh, it wasn't quite as bad. It wasn't quite as bad as I remembered. So experience uh, and practice and kind of knowing what you're getting yourself into definitely helps. But um, another thing, too, about that is um, it still sucks. You know, you're still walking with 40 pounds on your back or so. And... Uh, that's never fun, uh, but you have to like kind of like prepare your feet for it. So um, one thing that I don't tell too many people about is there's a Radiohead song. I think it's called How to Disappear Completely. And the phrase is, I'm not here. None of this is happening. And he just repeats it over and over again. And I remember things sucking so bad in the hills of West Point and uh, even down at Georgia by Fort Benning that I literally would repeat that over and over and over again. I'm not here. None of this is happening. It was mostly at West Point. The thing about West Point, too, is not only are you dealing with being in the quote-unquote army, it's a military school, and you don't know what you're doing, you're also far away from your friends and your family. You're out in the hills. You know, there's not much fun. You know, there's no TV. There's nothing, like, exciting to do. Uh, half the people there are squares in the sense that they kind of have a military mindset, meaning they try to do everything by the book, and they start using military phrases, and it, everything kind of gets robotic. So, like, you know, if you find someone that's as close to normal as can be, that becomes your best friend for life. And I've had a handful of those, and I'm still friends with those guys to this very day. So, but they aren't definitely aren't, um, I'd say it's 50-50. I don't want to say, like, they don't exist, but uh, there are those people that are, like, straight arrow and kind of what we would refer to as tools. And then there's, your, like, normal people who typically are the athletes uh, who you kind of relate to and joke around with and stuff. Uh, you also find out, like, like weird skills that you had. Like I, as a kid growing up in the eighties, loved rap. And so I got good at beatboxing. So a lot of downtime involved beatboxing and making up songs and doing weird stuff. 
But we also had to do a lot of ruck marches. Uh, things did suck. At the time, I was missing my girlfriend, which was a mistake because she cheated on me. I hope she, I don't, well, let's just say I don't wish very good things for her. But yeah, she's, she's doing fine, and I, I wish her the best. No, I don't. So uh, I remember doing these ruck marches. I remember my feet hurting. I remember my shoulders hurting. I remember my back hurting. I remember missing home. I remember not wanting to be there. But I remember repeating over and over and over again, I'm not here. None of this is happening. And I just kept saying that over and over again. Um, obviously, I made it through, you know, and it wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody in the history of their lives. One thing I did miss out on is I never got an opportunity to go to ranger school. And I kind of wish I would have because other than special forces, uh, it doesn't get much harder than ranger school. I know your Navy SEALs are going to say this, that, and the other, and the Marines are going to say whatever. And, you know, everyone has their, oh, no, this is much worse than that. But, um Ranger school is, is, is rough, and to say you did it uh, is kind of a big deal, and to get that Ranger tab, uh, kind of a big deal. And I didn't get to do that. I always kind of wish I would have. Wish I would have went to airborne school, too. I'd have loved to jump out of an airplane. But um, I didn't. I just got to do Buckner and Beast and a couple things down to Georgia. But uh, I am going to the Grand Canyon because my friend thought it would be a good idea to sign up for one of these trips, and he wanted a couple guys to go. And I couldn't say no because I made it a goal to when I turned 40 to travel more, which I didn't do because COVID hit. And so this year I made it a point. And thus far I've been to Reno. Uh, that was for a business trip. Turn around, come right back. This would be my first planned. It's supposed to be a vacation. We're going to be sleeping out underneath the stars. Uh, it's camping. It's camping for fun. It's like paying to run a marathon. A lot of people are like, why would you pay to run 26 miles? It's like, why would you pay to sleep outside? You know, I don't know. We're just doing it. And we got a guide, and they're bringing the sleeping bags. We pretty much don't have to do anything except for show up and follow the person in front of you. So it shouldn't be uh, too, too challenging, even though out of a scale of one to five, it's a four. But I feel like that four applies to people who don't work out often, and I do. So I should be okay in terms of, um, you know, the physical strain of this trip. Uh, I think it's just going to be, honestly, I'm not looking forward to not having my phone because I am addicted to my screen. I'm also not looking forward to not being able to watch 30 for 30s and Netflix. Uh, I watch that every single night while falling. And then I go to my bedroom and fall asleep watching my favorite YouTubers. And I won't be able to do that for a whole week. So I am going to unplug. And I'm going to do what I call recharging my batteries. Getting the hell out of the digital world. Getting back to nature. Walking long distances. Uh, although our longest hike is only 8 miles. And I say only because... You usually go about two miles an hour, sometimes three. If it's flat, I think I can get about a mile every 20 minutes, um, you know, even with a 30-pound, 40-pound rucksack. Um, but, you know, when you put that in incline in there, you're looking at about two miles an hour. If you're looking at a steep incline, you're probably looking closer to one mile an hour. But I'm not too, too worried about it, to be honest. I did do a couple walks. My friend who did the 50-mile go ruck, these have these go ruck things in the city, apparently. And guess what? He suckered me into signing up for one. So I will be doing that in uh, June, June or July. Um, that's that's a it's a haze one too, where like you walk to a certain point, and then they make you do push-ups and squats and blah blah blah. And then you walk to another point, and then they yell at you, scream at you. You don't know when it's going to end. You know they they budget twelve hours. It probably goes for about ten. Uh, that's not going to be fun. But anyway, he let me borrow his training rucksack, which I weighed at thirty-five pounds. Uh, I've been walking around with that on my back, and uh, it has not been fun, but it's been good to at least get used to doing this kind of thing again. So is it, I think my goal these days is when I go on vacation is to do something physically active and hiking and backpacking and all this other BS seems like something I need to do because I am plugged in almost 24 um, seven, you know, just doing videography and photography and et cetera, so forth. I mean, I'm always on my damn phone. So I'm looking forward to, 
putting down the phone and getting back to nature. That's going to be huge. And then, uh, I, you know, I think, you know, climbing a hill or like, I don't know, man, any kind of like something where you go to a destination and do something physically active, I think is going to be my new theme when it comes to vacations. Although you can throw that in quotation marks, you know, sitting on a beach has its time and place, sipping on your pina coladas, slamming back the, the limeritas and all that other crap. Uh, sure. You know what? But I've done all that and uh, I've gone to the discos. That's, they still call them discos, right? And like other countries, you know, you know, you're, you're bobbing and weaving with some, you know, the hard grinding, you're rubbing, you're rubbing loins with someone you don't know. Great way to get, 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 catch an STD. You know, those days are done. I don't feel like doing that anymore. And, uh, you know, single or not, man, I, I really don't feel like, you know, hitting on the babes, you know, while cruising by the beach. I'd rather do something with my life. And, uh, that involves physical activity and it's going to begin by going to the Grand Canyon. So I don't know. For some reason, I always think about the, Brady Bunch, when I think about the Grand Canyon, did they go, I, I think we talked about this last week. I don't know, man. Grand Canyon, it does seem like a cliche type vacation, but I'm, I'm going to do it. Say I did it. I'll be done with it. And uh, I'll look for the next one. I got a buddy who does this like like once a year, once every two years. He gets like college friends together and they go and they tackle like like somewhere challenging. So like the Mount Rainiers, if you will, and uh, I don't know if they did Kilimanjaro. They're doing one in Alaska where, like, you literally are walking, like, through snow while dragging, like, one of those, like, boats or sleds or something, you know? And uh, that does not look like fun to me at all. I wonder if you get a dog assigned to you. That'd be kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that, but that's brutal, man. You do things like that just to make sure you're still alive. And uh, you definitely can't just show up for stuff like that. You got to train for it. So, uh, I'm all trained. I'm ready to go. I got to go get some chapstick. That's about it. But I did go to REI and I bought one of those floppy hats. You know, keep the sun off my neck. Uh, going to bring some bandanas with me. And I'm going to travel light. I plan on usually, I plan on maybe having one change of clothes, but I'm not bringing, bringing like two or three pairs of socks for five days. I, I Yeah, some flip-flops and some uh, hiking boots. And the absolute bare minimum and a book. That's it. That's all I'm bringing with me. So, and my GoPro camera and my cell phone so I can use my cell phone, which I'm going to put on airplane mode to take pictures and uh, the video. There, you, I mean, in terms of like the size and what you can do with those cell phones, especially iPhones, uh, it's kind of second to none. So, but I'm not using it for my apps. All right. So, you know, don't be calling me no hypocrite there. Uh, that's your home and body improvement show, folks. Episode number 51. I hope you enjoyed it. Go to coachboss.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Uh, try being a good person, man. That's what life is all about. Uh, I'll do the same if you meet me halfway. Kind of a weird way to end the show, but sometimes life is like that. 